I'm Pam Blevins-Hinkle, director of the Spirit and Place Festival, which runs from November 7 through November 16. The festival began in 1996, and this year we are once again pleased to join WFYI in presenting this series of essays on the Spirit and Place theme, Journey. And now, here's Patricia Castaneda with IndieLatino.com and her essay called Cynthia's Journey, an Immigrant Story. I'll never forget the first day I ever spent with Cynthia. When a reporter asked her what her status was in the United States, Cynthia hesitated for half a second, stretched her neck, and looked directly into that reporter's eyes and said, I'm undocumented, one of the bravest moments I've had the pleasure of witnessing. She crossed the border legally in August of 1997 with a tourist visa that eventually lapsed. The summer vacation to visit Abuelita, the aunts and the cousins, got longer and longer. Abuelito had been a bracero who benefited by the Simpson-Mazzoli Act of 1986, which Ronald Reagan signed into law and became a citizen. This allowed him to sponsor his children one by one to become U.S. citizens. Cynthia's mother was the last of his children to join the family in the United States, so she was the last one to get in line to start the process of becoming a legal resident in 1997. Abuelito died in 2012, worried about the fact that his daughter was still waiting in line a process that had taken 15 years and her turn still had not come. Cynthia and her mother found themselves in limbo. For Cynthia, going back home to Mexico meant facing a potential 10-year bar that would prevent her from coming back legally to the United States. And staying without status in Indiana meant facing the constant fear of getting deported. She decided to stay. This was the first time Cynthia was scared and consciously aware of her undocumented status. She was living in fear. She worried that she really was a burden to society as she repeatedly heard on the media. Her mother was paying taxes that paid for the schools she had attended as a child, the library she used, the infrastructure of our cities and state. Cynthia realized she was not a burden and decided to join local organizations to try to change immigration policies. On November 15, 2011, Cynthia joined a group from the Indiana Undocumented Youth Alliance and traveled to Alabama in support of the local organizations to protest the draconian anti-immigration law the state of Alabama had just passed. Cynthia knew that engaging in civil disobedience could lead to her arrest and possibly deportation to Mexico, but it would happen on her own terms. She decided to confront her fear and get arrested for doing something she believed in, supporting the rights of human beings to be treated with compassion and respect. When her hands were being bound together by the arresting officer, all Cynthia could think about as tears rolled down her face is how this was happening because she wanted it to happen, under her terms, for a worthy cause. The next three days she spent in jail, she felt the most liberated and empowered she'd ever felt. Her journey from living in the shadows, in fear, to this moment of liberation behind bars was over. Cynthia now has been able to secure temporary protection from deportation through President Obama's Deferred Action Program, which gives her the ability to secure a job at the law offices of Kevin Munoz and apply for the first time in her life for a driver's license. That's Patricia Castaneda with IndieLatino.com with her essay called Cynthia's Journey, An Immigrant Story. You can read this essay on the Spirit and Place blog and hear more stories about Journey during Morning Edition through November 7. Visit spiritandplace.org for more information on 38 festival events through November 16 that explore how the journeys we take shape our individual and community life. I'm Pam Blevins-Hinkle.